Welcome back to Twin Talk, where we're not really twins. guys so this week we're going to be talking about our book our favorite book tastic um obviously i'm not a big reader so a lot of my books are going to be like uh scientific textbooks but i did read one which is the stranger next door which i'll get into it i don't know if sam wants to go first well i mean i have so many books i don't have one off the top of my head um Robert actually, just so you guys know, Robert made it to Texas. So we are further than just four hours apart. We are really doing this virtually. <laughs> uh, yes. He's- We're even in different time zones right now. So right now it's five, uh, almost six here and it's almost seven in, in Florida. Yeah. I had to actually remind him of that because I, I forgot myself. <laughs> before getting <laughs> But, but but anyways, so for, I don't know, man, I didn't really think of like a book, favorite, favorite book. I know you gave me that task pretty much, but I just couldn't think of one. I'm reading right now this book. It's, um, it's like about protecting your children and it's, it's by Gavin De Becker, and it's the, the author of Gift of Fear. So it's called mm. Protecting the Gift or Keeping Children and Teenagers Safe and Parents Sane. So that's not like my usual read today because I like to read probably the opposite where kids are being kidnapped, not preventing it. <laughs> but because um, like if you look at my library, my library is filled with probably a lot more thrillers, horrors, suspenseful books and all that stuff. And most of the time it involves like, I don't know, kidnapping of children um, a murder of some sort. And then the book that I'm reading now, it's telling you literally like how to do background information on a babysitter and how you should trust your gut instinct instinct and how babysitters can be like, this is a part of it. Obviously there's more to it, but it's (laughs) the babysitters can be, what's it called? Um, they can steal from you. They can do all these things. And I'm like reading it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It actually brought me back to when the girls were first born and we were looking for some type of help from home. I don't know if you remember, but um, we were looking for someone to help while, when Emo went back to work. And then obviously Geely would have left and all that stuff. So uh, one of our cousins recommended or like gave us this girl, this lady. Um, and I, I didn't really feel comfortable at first with her I was like she's just kind of iffy like something's weird and then immediately like three days later or something she without a notice she just didn't show up again like she just disappeared and I was like I like messaged her like saying hey are you coming in pretty much and she was like yeah I don't think you're a good fit for uh, for me and I was like that's so strange because um how yeah, would, like, excuse me <laughs> yeah like how would you do that like I had literally told her or like, why would you do that? I had literally told her, I was like, okay, now that my husband's back to work, or like he was going back to work, I was like, I'm like, you're going to help me more. And it's not just going to be like me. 
and all that stuff. And then she disappeared and it's like, now I have no one. And I was kind of like thrown to the wolves there with twin newborns and emo back to work and all that stuff. And then obviously, um, Shirley, my sister-in-law came in and she helped for a little bit longer. Um, but she worked well down there. And then we found someone that actually helped. And I, for the first time, like I sat and I interviewed her and I felt super comfortable with her and I'm still in contact with her. We actually just saw her not too long ago. But yeah, I guess that book is right about, you know, doing that interview and trusting your gut. I trusted, I was trusting my gut. I kept telling everyone, I was like, there's something off with this, with the first nanny or whatever. I was like, there's something <laughs> off with her. I don't like her. I don't like her. But Poppy was like, well, you need someone to help you. Like, you're just so specific and stuff like that. And Emo was telling me the same thing and all that stuff, and that, well, you, you, Robert, you know how OCD I am, so I was like, maybe I am getting into my head, and either way, I was always awake when she was with, around the girls, she only helped me with feedings, I was always very hands-on, I am, obviously, very hands-on with the girls, so it, it would have been fine in that sense, but still, it was like, I should have known from the start. <laughs> um, it's, um, I guess, I, I don't know, like, you we've had pretty good instance but i'm guessing it's like a mother instance that just like exploded over i guess so and that's kind of where the how the book because obviously what i'm saying now is in reference to the book it's not just like a random thought process discussion <laughs> no because that was one of like the more recent sections or the chapters is the babysitter section but it's like it's talking about it's pretty much your gut instinct and like not making yourself feel or like, don't think you're vulnerable because then you will be vulnerable. Correct. Kind of and then it just puts you to, to crack for the most part because you can put your kids at risk. So it's it's like what they always say. It's like always trust your gut feeling. Yeah. So that's what this book is on right now. Um, you can go ahead and say speak of yours, Robert. Um, okay. So the book I'm going to be talking about is The Stranger Besides Me, which is actually kind of like a biography uh, of Ted Bundy. But what's pretty interesting about this, uh, so it's, it, fo it follows the story of Ted Bundy, of who he is, of what he did, of uh, his death, all that stuff. But what's interesting about it, it's called The Stranger Besides Me, is because the author who wrote it, Anne Rule, actually knew Ted Bundy. Oh, I was going to ask if it was someone who knew him. <laughs> yeah, so she wrote it, and she was actually, because they met when he was a psychology student in the University of Washington, and then they even worked in the same crisis center, all that stuff. Um, and so they, they became friends in, like, they would share lunches, they would share, like, uh, conversations, and, but they kind of fell out of contact in, my, in like the early 70s when he left the crisis center, center. So then obviously then the story follows basically all everything that Ted Bundy did, the other murders that occurred from Washington State all the way down to like Florida when, when he, I think it was like Chi Omega, he like killed the like sororities. six. Yeah, the, like the six sorority girls. So, I mean, it's not really like anything out of this world because it's just like a biography of Ted Bundy but that's like the most recent book I've, I've been through. The other books are just science books like I can talk about marine biology for a while 
because um, that, that's it. Like a lot of my sections on my book uh, in my bookshelf are just like the marine world or like the biology of invertebrates, uh, oceanography, all that good stuff. And I think a lot of those books that you have there are actually like gifts because I know I gave you maybe like two of them. Those are those are actually like actual textbooks from actual class. textbooks from from school. Yeah. I mean, I have uh, my I, nutrition textbooks too. I don't know if you like. I think you might have given me the first one, the Marine World. But I I'm not. I, know I, I think I might have given you two, one or two books from like for marine biology. Like when you first started, like wanting to study or like switch over to that. I think that's when I gave you one, and then. I don't know if I ended up getting the one that was told like the more recent one, the the one that's they that's like three different ones. Well, there's one that's like so the one that you got me first was a very short introduction of marine biology, which is like it's actually like a they have like two hundred some books. It's really cool. I just bought another one from them on on the Kindle, which is introduction. I bought two of them, which is introduction to the atmosphere and introduction to climate change. And so, I mean, it's, it's a very like condensed uh, book of everything that you're going to cover. And then, but the other one that you did by me, you bought me one that's called like Scientia, which is the okay. different types of sciences in them. Yeah, I, I was trying to remember, but I always, I never remember the titles of the books that I buy or the books that like I read for the most part. I usually just know the authors. Um, just like, well, um, like I mentioned, Gavin DeBecker is probably not, my normal author <laughs> that I would read. I read James Patterson. I read Agatha Christie. I read Stephen King. Um, Robert watches the movies. <laughs> I, I, I watch the movies or listen to, to the, the things. Reading is my New Year's resolutions for the last eight years. <laughs> I think it is for everyone. I mean, lately for me, it's been a little bit harder to find time to read. I like to at least do like 10 minutes here and there but I would before I would be able to sit through a whole book like I would just not care about the time and I'd read it straight out but now obviously I don't I do have very limited time when it comes to reading <laughs> I mean like for me at least reading I'm very like I'll read a lot of like different like self like help books kind of because like like I like getting what people do in lives and just kind of like seeing what I can apply it to my own life. Uh, what happened? No, like you're applying to your life kind of thing. Yeah, correct. So like right now, I actually have one book that's called like the teachings of the Buddha. So it's just uh, scriptures translated. Um, just about that. But like at the same time, I wish I would kind of get more into like fiction books because like I'll read books, nonfiction, obviously like the Ted Bundy one. It's true crime, but that's like... It, it's still nonfiction because I mean it happens, um, but I like I, I don't know I would I would like to read fiction books because I feel like that that helps you with your like imagination and that just helps you like just actually I don't know it could be like a nice break away from everything. Yeah, I mean I well obviously I only really read fiction books. <laughs> uh, except now. <laughs> yeah, except right now. This very instance is the only reason and it was actually Poppy who gave me this book or like he had been telling me to read it and it's almost been a year that I've been trying to read it but um but what's it called on my kindle they usually well you can actually download the app Robert there's an app 
on your phone. I'll give you the name to it. I don't remember off the top of my head, but um, mm -hmm. it gives you options for like free books that you can download on the Kindle. And you can just straight up download them. They're short stories for the most part or like short novels. And it's you can choose the genre, but you mm -hmm. can give a shot to fiction. You get me? There's some, I had, when I do, did that, when I did it through that app, I have found a couple that were like um, ocean based or like uh, river based and stuff like that. So it was thrillers in regards to that. And you know how I am with crocodiles and sharks and all that stuff. So those get my heart racing way more than any other suspenseful book. Um, let me see if I actually find the, the name of it right now. But I think it's book. Okay, so it's book bub. If you look up. Book. Yeah, book bub. Book bub, yeah, B U B is how it ends. But if you look that up, it gives you the option to just search up genres and stuff like that. And then there, there's either really cheap books that are like a dollar versus like four or five, and you can download them straight to your Kindle. And that's how I got into like reading a lot of like random books. They're obviously not. They're not really authors that are known. As, like you're not gonna really find a Stephen King novel for free or like mm -hmm. $2 or something, but you'll find like short authors that you might grow on, like they might grow on you. So you can check that out. And whoever's listening, you know, you can check that out too. I always use BookBub and then Goodreads. Goodreads, I keep track of every book that I've read. Um, and then whatever book I want to read, which I think it's pretty cool. Cause if I ever like find time or something, I'm like, okay, I need a new book. I just look back at my list and I'm like, hmm, I haven't read this one yet. So <laughs> I give that a shot. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into it because I kind of want to read more of kind of like a variety of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, o I'm over here buying books of like John F. Kennedy, uh, uh, like autobiographies and stuff, and assassinations and stuff, like history books and or science books. No, I, I need a break. Yeah, I think you would like it, especially for the fact because I mean, that's this is what I like that it's free and that you can download mm. it straight to your Kindle because sometimes like. If you're if you're someone that's that's gonna struggle to read a book, you're gonna buy it and put it on your shelf, which is what has happened to you, Robert. So yeah, if you download it for free and just have it there, like it's not really affecting anything. It's just and it might even be you to read it because it's you got it for free. <laughs> if, right, if, yeah. if paying a book doesn't motivate you, then maybe not paying for a book will. <laughs> I, I I've I've tried the going and Barnes and Noble just sit there and read the book but you used to do <laughs> so that when you were younger sometimes when I go into Barnes and Noble I try to find like I try to look for books because you know how people are like oh you just go in and wander and then just find the book that interests you but like after a while I start getting headaches because of like all, all the titles and everything I'm like I don't <laughs> no <laughs> I, that's what we would use we used to do that when we were younger. Mommy would take us to Barnes and Noble and we would pick a book or something and then sit in the aisle and look. Well, I guess you would just look at them, but I would read them. <laughs> yeah, no. I remember I've, that. I've, I still do. I've, I mean, I haven't done that yet recently, but I used to do that up in New York. I would just, when I needed space or time, I would just go into Barnes and Noble, walk around, find a book, sit down, and like read it and then buy it if I wanted to or if not, just put it back. The talking about the New York Barnes and Noble, the one that you had by your house was really nice. Yeah, I, I like I like that one. I I like the fact that it was really close to the apartment. Like it was just it, there. it was 
it was walking. I mean, not well, walking distance. Yeah, it was the next shopping center over. Correct. Yeah, I I would. I don't think I ever walked there, but it was like as soon as I get out of work, everything was really close, so I park at the Barnes and Noble, go to there, and then end up at home either way because it was literally like the backyard. And Emo and I always talk about it, and we're like, the best place that we've ever lived in so far has been that little apartment. I I I I like that apartment. I I never even lived there, but it was. <laughs> I called it home. Time there. <laughs> I called it home. The two yeah. years that you're, the two years that you were in Long in Long Island, I I called it home too. Yeah, I, mean, I became was, a local. It was nice. I like I miss hearing the train sometimes in the background because it was right there, and then seeing the snow and Titan destroying the carpet. So if Eagle Rock management ever listens to this podcast, we're screwed. But it's already too late. <laughs> yeah, out. it's already too late. They're probably like already like three tenants in there. Yeah, probably new ones. Um, but, uh, but let's see. I mean, we're we're keeping this podcast short, either way. But I think we covered how we feel about books. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I'm trying to think. There's another book that actually a friend of ours lent to me, and I'm still trying to read it. It's like a Japanese book. The storyline is pretty interesting. But it's all over the place, so it takes me a little bit while, like a little more time to just sit down and focus and try to remember where what he's talking about. Because it's kind of like, um, I don't know if you're familiar, Bobby always talks about it, but Cloud Atlas? Yes. But you know how Cloud Atlas, there's like different lives and different stuff like that and whatever, and it's like it all connects somehow. So yeah. this book is nothing like that, but, <laughs> but it, it is in the sense that like, it goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So you have to try to figure out what's connecting. So that makes me kind of like. Uh, uh, that's hard because I, I kind of feel like the, the issue that I have is sometimes I, I feel like I have to focus on reading. And so I don't really pay attention to what's happening. And then so I'm like, what, what's the, I, I don't understand the plot of the story. So that's kind of like why I like nonfiction because I mean it's straight I mean it's literally you're reading a book about Ted Bundy you know what happens you already, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you already yeah, know, so. know what happens yeah exactly. I mean I, uh, I, this book however it's freaking huge so that's also why it's taken me to like a while to get through it but anyways let's see what our next books will be yours will be a kindle download and mine hopefully oh for sure finishing the I, ones I, I'm reading now <laughs> I already I already downloaded the the book bub. Oh, okay, cool. Check it out and then let me know what you like find because I always like to see what people find, even though people it's just you but myself. <laughs> but regardless of that, next week we will be talking about our actual travels, like family travels, and re rejoicing or uh, remembering our past trips as Robert goes through memory lane right now in Texas. Correct. Uh, today I saw the. The water wall. I know. I saw uh, Melanie put a picture up, and I was like, I was a little, you know, emotional. I'm a little emotional with this trip because I'm not there with you guys, but it's okay. We'll we'll get yeah. by. <laughs> but well, anyways, um, yeah. I think that's it. Let's wrap it up. Uh, you can find us and or listen to us on any podcast platform, I guess. And you all have a great night. All right, guys. Take care.